what the fuck is everybody wellness? <laughs> you hear me talking about it all the time. Everybody wellness, get your shift together, dare to dive deep and nurture your nature. But what the fuck does that all mean? Why is it so important to me? I'd have to start with a story. I'd have to start with where it started, what led me to where I am right now, what drives me, and what led me to your ears right now, what led me to make this podcast right now, what is always at the core of everything I do, what keeps me awake and what helps me sleep good at night, what drives me to do this sacred work as a life mapping mentor, as a spiritual educator, as a holistic wellness advocate, as a Reiki master teacher, an alternative health practitioner. What got me into doing this was seeing my father undergo demonic possession. Yes. I'm not talking exorcist shit. I'm not saying his head went spinning in a 360 and he was spewing green pea soup everywhere. All right. But I will tell you that possession is very real. Now possession, before I go on, I don't view possession wholeheartedly as something bad. Um, Possession is a part of various cultures and practices. Uh, When I go into meditation and sometimes when I am channeling my matron goddess Hecate, I can feel her working through me. Sometimes I've channeled angels working through me. Sometimes I've channeled alternate beings that I still wasn't sure what they were through me. And I know I channel divine energy through me every time I do this work. And possession can be a blessing. Possession can be an honor. It can be part of a ritual. It can be part of a spiritual awakening. But it really depends on, and my friend and another amazing coach, Shamika Thompson, she and I were talking about this not too long ago. And she brought up a valid point. And it's literally so aligned with what I do and what I believe in as well. She said, you know, possession, it really like the, the nature of the possession really also has a lot to do with the health and well-being and the strength of a person's physical body and mind. And I agreed with that, obviously, as an everybody wellness coach and teacher, that was huge to me. And when she and I were talking about this, I was like, well, yeah, like that just solidified more of why that moment in my life when I was 16 years old, looking at my father nearly dying from this possession, I I just, it rooted so much more in me when Shamika and I were having that conversation and it made so much more sense even then, like in that moment on the phone with her, why every body wellness, nurture your nature, dare to dive deep, get your shift together, is is such a huge part of me. And it's never left. But it took seeing something absolutely fucking horrifying. And mind you, before that possession, I'd already been through abuse 
um, mentally and physically and emotionally um, from both of my parents. And, but it was that horrifying moment of seeing the two combined, the, the physical and the spiritual combined into one that really solidified something that I feel like I knew within me all along, but couldn't put words to it. I had to see it. When my father was possessed, he, you know, he went to doctors. We, we, we tried everything to help this man and he was told nothing was wrong. I mean, yes. Was my dad suffering from depression? Absolutely. Um, was he suffering from possible PTSD due to his own traumas? Yes. But what I experienced, my friends, what I saw my father endure, this was not just mental illness. This was not something that could be fixed with a hospital visit. Okay? This was not just something that could be explained by medical science. Okay? There was a spiritual sickness in him. And that spiritual illness took time. That took time to take over. My dad was in his 30s at the time. And he was either in his late 30s or early 40s. I forget. It was a while ago. Um, and my dad had experienced quite a bit of trauma for a good portion of his life. And my father tried, I do remember him when I was much younger, trying his best. He went to therapy, went to church. He was part of the St. Michael organization. Um, he was good to children. He helped the homeless. He, from what my inner child remembers, you know, when we, when we're traumatized, we try to still remember the good things, but sometimes it's those things too. And I feel guided to say this during this episode. Sometimes it's those things too, that hold us hostage to bad people. And that's a whole different fucking episode. But, you know, the things I do remember about him were those things. And my dad, I think his problem was he thought if he could get the outside looking good, he would just feel better. Because while he did go to therapy, he was still putting up with shit he didn't have to. He wasn't, I don't really feel like he was doing the work. I feel like he was doing the things he felt he should do on the outside to get the outside in order, but he wasn't working on the inside. He was doing these things to satiate his own anxiety about being like his abusive father. And so when things went shitty with my mother, he started to get more and more depressed. When things started happening with money because of my, you know, my mother being crazy and spending like crazy and partying and all that stuff and him trying to work and work and work and work and make ends meet taking care of four children at the time 
because I'm the oldest of six, but at that time there were four of us. Um, he just started to decline when his vision of what could have been stable started cracking a little bit. And he started, you know, he was taking things he didn't have to take and he was putting up with shit he didn't have to put up with and hiding things about himself that I won't get into. But he was a very troubled man. And he wasn't doing the actual work to maintain his health. He wasn't eating right. He wasn't sleeping right. He was putting up with toxic shit all the time. He was working a job he didn't like. He wasn't pursuing his potential. He didn't make time to rest. You know, he wasn't taking actual care of himself. And I know some of you all might think that, you know, when we say our body is a temple, that that's cliche and it's some hippie language and yogi stuff and, you know, that it, it's just fluff. But it's not. When we think of what a temple is, like, get all the sarcastic crap that might be in your head about viewing anything as a temple. Get it out of your head. And really tune into that word, temple. 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 What do you feel when you think of a temple? Even your own temples on your head, they house your brain. Like, they are like, in between them is your brain. Okay? Like, and... An actual temple houses what? Sacred energy, right? Chanting, prayer, surrender, healing. When we say our body is a temple, it's a temple for your spirit. It's a temple for your greatest creative dreams and soul potential. And if we don't take care of that temple... If we don't put proper boundaries, a.k.a. locks, on the temple, anybody can get in. If we don't consistently maintain that temple, it starts to crack and break and anybody can get in. Anything can get in. Any storm, any, any dirt, any energy, bugs, critters, people, they all start coming in through the cracks and then that temple gets filled with all this shit. And the same thing goes for our body, our every body wellness. When I say every body wellness, I don't just mean wellness for everybody. I mean personally for you, every body. That consists of three bodies. You've got to maintain that mental body, my friends. You've got to maintain that emotional body, my friends. And you've got to maintain that physical body, my friends. Your temple is made of three different pieces, working pieces. Mental health, emotional health, physical health. And my dad was not maintaining any of those. And because of that, at 16 years old, I got to watch my dad on death's door for six months. He literally was not eating or drinking anything he stayed alive, barely. When he did eat, he'd throw up. When he would drink water, he'd throw up. I woke up 
at times and he'd be writhing around screaming and his voice sounded different his eyes would be rolling all over the place I was in his bedroom one time and his closet door just swung open I woke up with cuts on my body that I don't know how they got there but they were there and yet going through all of that seeing him yes was I bothered on the inside yes of course it bothered me of course I, I, I would be heartless to not be bothered by my father being tortured like that but I wasn't I wasn't reacting the way I guess everyone expected me to I kept having people ask me well what the hell's wrong with you why why aren't you scared why aren't you crying why aren't you screaming why aren't you terrified and I just I said I I'm bothered by it but I know he'll get through it like I I know there's got to be a solution to this there's got to be and I didn't know it then but I know it now and, and I've known it as I've grown from that experience and it was that experience that propelled me forward into really wanting to know more about the spiritual, wanting to know more about the mental health, uh, psychology, all those things. And as I got older and older and older, I ended up eventually going to school for what I do. I found a metaphysical school called Reiki Ray's Institute that supported all the things I wanted to learn and apply to my life, holistic, natural, nature encouraging remedies and healing therapies because we really do have everything we need inside of us to grow and thrive we are sick as a society because society has settled for being sick we've been confined to sickness we have subliminal messaging and conditioning societal conditioning parental conditioning religious conditioning there are so many things outside of us telling us what to do how to feel when to feel it what to eat what time to get up to over be overworked and underpaid and then looked at like we're crazy when we fucking snap there's a lot of other things i could get into but you know I don't have to tell you all those things. I don't have to remind you. So I'm not. I'm not going to remind you of all the ways in which we are force-fed the normality of sickness. Because you know that it's true. You feel it. You wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't feel it. If you didn't know it. If you're not even actually experiencing it right now. I believe in everybody wellness the core of my work is to get you on the map in your life consciously in your life so that nobody and nothing else can take the driver's seat of your fucking beautiful brain and your heart and your body and your spirit i'm a soul communicator and that doesn't mean I talk to the dead. No, 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 my friends. It means that I speak to the very, very alive spirit inside of you. And I will speak to the very alive spirit inside of you, waiting to thrive through you. 
it was seeing that experience and seeing that my father's inability, well, not inability, but his lack of self-care, true self-care, true self-awareness, his lack of mindset work, his lack of emotional therapy, his lack of physical therapy led to his possession of lower vibrational entities. He's still sick to this day. I don't talk to him anymore. He's a very toxic individual. I did try to help him. Many tried to help him and he refused. He's still sick to this day. And one of his major illnesses, nobody even knew how it happened. My dad has neuropathy, crippling neuropathy, and nobody knew how he got it. They did the testing and all that stuff and didn't know how he got it. Energetically, my assessment is he had been through crippling, mentally crippling things in his life that he never dealt with, so now he's physically becoming crippled. And the same thing can happen to us if we don't do the mindset work, get our head in the game, get consciously back into our lives, do the emotional work, be with our feelings, not always have to figure them out, but just be with them because God knows there are so many people out there, whether it be our parents or just other people out there that will try it every last second, just numb us out. Because that's what we're taught. Numb. Numb it out. Dumb it down. Shut it up. That's why we're having panic attacks. That's why we're having depressive episodes. That's why we're developing mental illnesses. But I'm going to tell you something. You're not just mentally ill. Your mental illness has a spiritual solution. Your mental illness has an everybody solution. If you don't take care of your physical body or your emotional body or your mental body, you're not giving yourself a fighting chance. I'm not saying you have to pay for expensive foods and, and all that stuff or expensive therapy if you can't afford it. But then again, you also don't have to pay for the shit that you're probably wasting a lot of money on right now that's not serving you. I know it's a hard pill to swallow, but it's true. Energy grows where attention flows. Whatever's growing in your life that isn't growing you, cut that shit out. Where are you investing your attention, your time, your energy, your flow? All the stuff that you think is helping you, is it really? Or is it just biting? T is it just helping you... Um, bide your time? Is it just helping you kind of pull through? Is it just helping you just get along? Is it helping you tolerate life? Fuck tolerance, first of all. Listen to my tolerance versus acceptance episode if you haven't yet. You don't have to live life in a state of tolerance anymore. You don't. I don't want you to live a life that you tolerate. I dream about you living life unleashed. I dream about you nurturing your nature 
recently I, um, I actually turned off my alarm for the morning. I was setting an alarm to get up at a certain time every day. And I was realizing, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I've been doing that. I've been, I've been turning off that alarm and just kind of getting up when my body wants. We do so many things that are against our nature and then we wonder why we're sick. And then we have the audacity to be mad at our bodies for not functioning the way we want. Our bodies are screaming for hydration, for nourishment, for rest, for great sex, for less tension, to not be around those people that drain us. Like your body is talking to you all the time. Your soul is talking to you all the time through your body. Everybody wellness is not just for a few people. It's for everyone. And it's your responsibility. Nobody can tell you what to do. I'm a coach, but I don't tell people what to do. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm here to encourage you to live it. And yeah, I'm going to break down all that shit that disrupts your flow of life because I don't like anything that disrupts the flow of life. And I'm going to look at it and I'm going to, I'm going to analyze it, scan it, cleanse it the fuck out of your system, make you face that. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just going to tell you what I see, what is not working and what could work. You're, you're really going to figure that out for yourself. I'm just going to show you what I see. I'm going to show you what you don't see. And I'm going to just guide you along the way until you're ready to just go on your own. And that's my goal. I want you to grow on your own. Sometimes we need support. Sometimes we need that help. Sometimes we need that shock factor. I had it. I had a huge shock factor seeing my father go what he went through. Go through what he went through. I was like, I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want to have to be on all these medications. I don't want to have to be sick. I don't want to have to be hurting all the time. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I know I'm going to hurt sometimes. I know I'm going to feel mad sometimes. I know I'm going to have my down days. But I don't want to live life every day like that. And I know you don't either. And you don't have to. Take a step now. Right now. This week. Every day. I want you to get up at the time your body wants to get up. Whatever feels right to you. Get up and do an every body wellness scan. Check your thoughts. Where are they at? Check your feelings. What you feeling? Check your body. What is your body feeling? Is it aching? Is it tired? Is it tight? Is it feeling good? Are you feeling turned on? Are you having a low sex drive? Are you in the mood to take a walk? Are you in the mood 
to take a shower? Are you in like, what are you in the mood to do? What's your body feeling? Tune into those three spaces within yourself. Start there. Journal that out for the next week. And then I want you to look back on your journal entries and see the pattern. Is there a pattern that you can follow that could be contributing to your wellness or taking away from it? And then where you decide to go from there and grow from there is up to you. You are not crazy. You are capable of feeling well. You can do this if you dare to dive deep. Blessed be. The Zen with Jen podcast started in February 2021 and aired its final episode October 4th, 2021. That was nine months, such a divine number, nine months of heart-centered, soul-centered, just divine mind content and downloads and just beautiful lessons that I was learning that I wanted to share with y'all. And I'm so, so grateful that I got to air 30 episodes in nine months, 30 episodes in nine months of just pure content, not not even just content. I don't even like calling it content, Um, but you know, lessons, things I was personally learning. And I got to share those things with you. These are things that have helped me Every episode you are listening to is coming from personal experience. It's coming from personal wisdom that I've gained through experience that I still use to this day. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and tuning in to these episodes. If you like what you hear and you want to learn more, please, please, please definitely consider becoming a part of my private Patreon community, the Zen as fuck portal. Okay. Um, I am no longer going to be on Facebook or Instagram come December 21st. because I'm noticing a lot of corruption on those platforms and I no longer want to be a part of it. I want to teach a soul-centered, heart-centered, mind-centered, just connected community of people who really, really want to learn and grow and awaken their gifts and awaken themselves and live life a little more consciously. So if that sounds like you and you want to learn how to really heal yourself, know yourself, grow yourself and free yourself, join us. Literally, whatever you donate at, whatever your registration fee is, either $11, $22 or $33, you get access to everything I want to teach. You get access to weekly live classes plus pre-recorded material and postings and just, oh, it's just going to be wonderful. So if you want to be part of that community where your health, your everybody wellness is a priority and it's in a private free thinking space that encourages you to also make suggestions, speak out, talk, discuss, share, join us at www 
www.patreon.com slash stay zen as fuck. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at jpthebosswitch at gmail.com. And if you're not really interested in the Patreon, but you'd like to stay connected and you want to chit chat, you can add me on Telegram at jpiszenaf. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Love you so much and I appreciate you.